Pastor Scotch here. It is time for the Good Sam cast, and Pastor Don is with me as we are at verse 3 of Psalm 23, Pastor Don. Hello, everyone. Great to have you guys tuning in again today. We're doing the sermon series, Releasing Your Burdens, and today Pastor Don's talking about releasing the burden of guilt and shame. Pastor Don, you're going to talk about sin. I'm going to talk about sin, brother. We're all sinners! <laughs> Well, we are. Right? Yeah, we are. We uh, are. Maybe we don't always kind of dig into it as much as some of our brothers and sisters in we Christ, don't. but mm -hmm. we obviously acknowledge that, it, too. We do. It's a very real issue, and we don't talk about sin a lot in our church, but it is something that we have to deal with, because here's the thing about sin. Uh -oh. Unresolved sin can be very detrimental to our mental and spiritual well-being. And so that's what gives us the burden. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, just think about something in your life, Pastor Scott, got a time when you have done, maybe maybe it's you, not something done to you, but just think of something where you, you've done a wrong and, um, and you hurt somebody you cared about or maybe you hurt somebody you really didn't care about all that much. <laughs> but if you have a conscience and you're not a narcissist, you tend to feel guilty about that. Yep. Uh, some things coming to my mind even yeah. as you say that. <laughs> Right? And if we don't have a vehicle to release some of that sin and that guilt, it can really get burdensome, you know? And, and that isn't something God wants us carrying around. Not even a little bit. Uh -huh. um, and so one of the keys to this is we're kind of digging into this third verse of the 23rd Psalm. And it, it, here it is. It says this. It says, God restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And you're like, well, where does sin and guilt, how does that fit in there? You know, restoring my soul, passive righteousness. Well, by its very nature, righteousness, yeah, it's kind of a churchy word, righteousness. But it's a very simple definition, um, being made right with God, righteousness, right with God. And if we say that our mistakes and our sins separate us from God, how do we make ourselves right with God? And part of that is we've got to deal with that sin that leads to guilt and shame. And it's almost like this verse is kind of reversed. It says, God restores my soul, and he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You could almost imagine it, if you want to be led in paths of righteousness for God's sake, then you better let him restore your soul. And one of the best ways to do that is to make sure that you forgive yourself and realize that you are forgiven for the mistakes mm. and the sins that you have done in your life. Now, because there's another great verse in Romans 3. It says, everyone has, fall, everyone has sinned and everyone falls short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, in his grace, which is in that you know, unconditional love, in his love for us, freely makes us right in his sight. And how does he do that? He does it through Jesus Christ, who freed us from the penalty of our sins. Wow. Yeah. There's a, I mean, we preach this a lot, mm -hmm. and yet uh, I know in your experience as a pastor and mine too, even the people who hear it almost weekly still deal with this burden, it seems. And it just isn't meant to be that way. It's just crazy that that is one of the hardest things as human beings for us, is to learn to be able to forgive ourselves and understand that God forgives us. Yep. I mean, it's such an important thing that that is one of the primary purposes Jesus came is to be that sacrifice for forgiveness, you know. Um, and so it can be debilitating, 
not only can it cause you to tear away from others in your relationships, you know, uh, if you've done something to hurt somebody and it's never been reconciled, you've never dealt with that emotion, you'll pull away from that person because every time you see them, you feel the guilt and the weight of that sin, of that betrayal. Yeah. One, one of the things I say that raises some eyebrows, I'll say, God has one fault, and that fault is that he's forgetful. <laughs> he's forgetful when That's it great. comes to sins, he's forgiven, but the problem is we don't forget. Right, right. And so not only is it about forgiving yourself, but forgiving others. Because yep. if you've made mistakes and been selfish and done things that have hurt others, I'm sure the same has been done to you. And that also can be burdened if you carry around the shame of what somebody did to you. Yeah. Um, then that shame can cause you, well, you've seen this, people that maybe have been abused or hurt in a previous relationship, it doesn't allow them to open themselves up in another relationship. And so they can't ever have that kind of fulfilling relationship that they would want because of the shame of that. So this is why this is important to deal with, why... We have to let God restore our soul and bring us back into a rightness, a right relationship with him. All right. So we're just getting started, or I should say you're just getting yeah. started. But Boy, let's take, preach it, brother. Preach we're, it. we're just going to take a quick break if you want to grab a pencil or something, and then we're going to come back as Pastor Don digs in a little more. All right, Pastor Don. So how do we start this process of releasing this burden of guilt and shame? Well, it's... You know, it really starts with one of the simplest things. And the simplest thing is to just confess those sins, to name them, right? To put them out there to, to God, to the universe, so that they're not this private, shameful thing that you carry around. So often we try to forgive ourselves. And it's a little bit like a, a kid trying to give their, their puppy a bath in a mud puddle, right? You just We can't do it. We need a little outside help for this. And 1 John 1, 9 says it like this. If we confess our sins, God who is faithful and just will forgive our sins. And then I like this part. And then purify us from all unrighteousness. If we admit and claim the fact that sin leads to some level of shame and guilt, um, then we have to do something to release that shame and that guilt. And I have a great story, and I use this in my sermon it, Sad story, actually, but true story. My grandmother, Morris, who I just, I loved it dearly. She was my mom's mom. Uh, got very sick when I was just early on in my ministry. And uh, I went back to visit my parents and to see her. And she was kind of approaching death, you know, a few months off, but obviously getting very frail. And so my mom asked if I would go in and talk to her about, about, uh, heaven and about you know how she was feeling about things and I did I went in and said grandma are you are you comfortable with the fact that you might not live much longer do you know that Jesus got you in his hands and I remember she said something very clear to me she goes oh you don't know what I've done mm -hmm. now my grandmother's never been a big one for words she was always kind but not she's a good German descent so pretty stoic and when I saw that I looked at her face and she just had this sorrowful look and I tried to tell her, you know, there's nothing that you've done that God can't forgive. Think about the thief on the cross. Think about Peter denying, you know, all the examples in the Bible. And, and she just kind of shook her head and she wouldn't say any more about it. Wow. Now, I remember the time thinking to myself, well, my grandmother's in her 80s. This is, you know, in the, in the 90s. 
my guess is she probably had some kind of an abortion. That's what I was thinking. Well, we found out a few years later what the situation was when my mom got a phone call. Now, my mother had one biological brother that she knew of who had passed away maybe 10 years earlier to cancer. Well, she got a phone call from somebody looking for Beatrice and Myron Morris, my grandparents. She said, well, they've passed away. They know, um, they've both passed away. And he said, well, that's, that's a shame because I'm their son, and I was looking for my parents who gave me up for adoption. Wow. My mom's head just went poof, right? And so that was this shame that she carried around with her. Her entire life, up to the point where she died, mm-hmm. she carried the fact that she had done something that God couldn't forgive. Imagine yeah. carrying yeah. that kind of a burden your entire life. Yeah. So confess your sins. Because when you confess them, um, it frees you from that burden a little bit. Um, here's, a, here's a very interesting thing. Brene Brown brings this up. She said, shame needs three things to grow. Hmm. It needs silence, it needs secrecy, and it needs judgment. So when you confess your sins, you help break that, that hole that shame has on you through the silence and the secrecy. Right. Wow, wow. Um, so what about empathy? Where does empathy kind of fit into all of this? Well, I think you know, empathy is that second thing that we need to break. So not only do we have to confess our sins, if we confess our sins to a judgmental God, then all we're doing is adding, you know, putting coals on our head. Um, but when we understand and embrace the empathy that God has for us, if God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins, right? We have to understand that that is a part of God's nature. Just like you said, he, has, he just forgets yep. all these things. He's a forgetful God. Forgiving, forgetful God. And so when we can embrace that empathy from God or from somebody else. You know, sometimes if you've got a a good friend that you trust um, and you can share some of these secrets with, it's just a way to release that burden. And and if your friend is a good friend or a family member or a loved one and they give you that empathy and you can accept it. I've seen people be very good at giving empathy but not receiving empathy, which is a strange combination. But we have to be able to understand that God does love us and forgives us. And, and when we can receive it, uh, I, I guess i just like to say it, it opens us up to more life. Too. Yes. yes. Uh, and that's really part of what this is all about. Is not, it's releasing the burden so we can live the way God wants us to live. It, it's interesting because I don't know why we try to keep things from God. Yeah. Like God knows yeah. anyway. There's this Proverbs 24, 12 says it like this. For God understands all hearts, and he sees you. I love that. He sees you. He who guards your soul knows you. He already knows what's going on inside of your head and your heart. So you holding back from God doesn't do anything for God. It only hurts you. He already understands you. He sees you. And when you confess it, um, it it just really breaks that hold that shame has. Yeah, it isn't like our prayers are breaking some news to God. You know, exactly. Breaking news, God. Yeah. Oh, I did this thing, or this thing was done to me. Yeah. And God's like, yeah, I, I know. All right. All right, Pastor Don, so you've said the first thing is we need to confess our sins. The second thing is embrace empathy from God, from others, and then have empathy for others. What's the third thing? Right. And that is really... It kind of goes with this idea of embracing empathy, and that is to rely 
on the righteousness of God through Jesus. And why do I say that? Because a lot of times people go to God and, and they say, well, God's going to forgive me, and, and, and that's very true. But let's take it a step further and say, well, where does that forgiveness come from? It comes from the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Yep. Uh, and, you know, you can go into the history of the people of Israel, how sacrifice was a way that they cleansed themselves from their sins of guilt and shame. But when Jesus went to that cross, it was the ultimate sacrifice where God said, I want you and me to have this right relationship so much that I'm willing to go and send my son so there's a one-time sacrifice so that you guys will understand these are the lengths I will go to so that you and I can be right with mm -hmm. one another. Mm -hmm. right? And uh, basically he says, I don't want you to go down in the sinking boat of sin and shame. I'm going to pull you into my, into my ocean liner of righteousness um, so that you don't ever have to feel like you have to be good enough on your own because, man, that could be a self-defeating cycle to get into. Yeah, because when are we good enough? When? I mean, we might be better than our neighbor, but I promise <laughs> you I can find you somebody that will be better than you, yeah. you know. Which neighbor? <laughs> exactly, exactly. It depends on the neighbor. Um, and there's this good text, once again, from Romans. There's a lot of good texts in Romans about this. It says, but now God has made us, has made you righteous. And look at this. We are made right with God by this very simple thing. It says, by placing our faith mm. in Jesus Christ. Yep. And this is true for everyone who believes. And I think that everyone's important. It doesn't matter how much money you have, what color your skin, what country you live in. Right? This is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. It doesn't matter what you've done. God can forgive you. Because my friends... It was at once one of history's most beautiful and horrible moments. At the same time, Jesus stood in the tribunal of heaven. And he swept his hands over all the creation. And he said, punish me for their mistakes. See the murderer, give me his penalty. The adulterer, I'll take their shame. The bigot, the liar, the thief, do to me what you would do to them. Treat me as you would a sinner. And so God sent him. And he sacrificed him to free us from those sins. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's, I mean, I believe that. Mm -hmm. uh, we both preach it. Most Christians obviously preach that. But it's mind-boggling when you really think about it. And yet that's where and how righteousness happens. Yeah. And I encourage you. To get in, maybe open your Bible when you're done with this podcast or pause the podcast and go open your Bible. Romans chapter 3. Right? Just read through that and you're going to see this over and over again. I mean, three, the 24th to the 26th verse. I like this. Yet God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight. And it simply says this. He did this through Christ Jesus, who he presented as a sacrifice for sin. And people are made right with God when they believe that Jesus has sacrificed his life and shed his blood. Um, the path to righteousness, right, to that soul that is set free from the burden of sin and shame, it is a narrow, winding trail up a steep hill. But if you can take it, you'll take it right to the top of the hill. And on the top of that hill is a cross. And on that cross is where Jesus died. And if you can go up that hill and you can lay those burdens down at the foot of Jesus, you're going to find there's a lot of other bags there. 
countless bags of innumerable sins. Um, Calvary is the compost pile for guilt and shame. And so I pray, and I know Pastor Scott feels the same way, that you will leave your bags there along with so many others who have left behind their burden of guilt and shame. Should we pray? Absolutely. Gracious Lord, you know what it takes for us to have a full life. And you know that we need to release the burden of our sins, the burden of those sins that lead to guilt, can lead to shame in our lives. So we pray that we would have the wisdom to confess our sins, that we would embrace the empathy from you that comes through your forgiveness, the empathy from others and friends, so that we can name them, so we can get those shameful things, those hurtful things out of the open, bring light into those dark places, right? And we know that they can't live in the light. And then, Lord, as we embrace your empathy, just help us remember to rely on your righteousness that you sent to us through Jesus Christ. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So let God restore your soul. Let God restore your soul. Let that burden go, that burden of guilt and shame. Thanks, Pastor Don, for sharing that sermon with us. Again, we do it in a little bit different way when we do it in the podcast version. By the way, if you ever want to watch the sermons online, too, you can always go to our website, which is goodsamlv.com, and uh, you can see the YouTube versions of the website or the sermons there, as well as a lot of other information about the church. Uh, You know, one of the ways, if you found this to be helpful for yourself, is feel free to share the podcast with your friends or neighbors, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think all of us can always think of somebody who maybe needs one of the messages we hear, too. Not meaning that they're worse than us, but just that it might be helpful. So let them know that. Tell them about the good Samcast. Send them the link. But thanks for listening, everyone, today. Look forward to being with you again real soon. Thank you.